0: Look, I'm grateful that you press play. I am. I never, ever, ever take it for granted. But I got nothing for you. I'm sorry. I have no answers. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning from Detroit. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates. Where you found this. Red Wings 7. Penguins 4. And that really ought to be the end of this episode. Because you've heard everything I'm about to say before. You've heard the complaints about the slow starts. You've heard the complaints about the lousy goaltending. You've heard the complaints about the lack of consistent commitment to defending as a team all of that came into play. You've heard about the lack of taking lesser or presumably lesser opponents seriously. You've heard me go on about the lack of secondary scoring and everything else, everything, everything, everything. You've heard it. What we haven't heard, none of us, meaning me and you and everybody else on the outside, is why this team can't follow up three games in which they finally appeared to do things right and to commit themselves to doing things right. This is why I found it so important to include the Dallas game in that chain because it wasn't an outcome, it wasn't a a win, it wasn't even a point that was gained against the Stars. That was a 3-2-L in regulation. But they did the right things. They took the right approach. They had the right attitude. And they had that through Denver, Dallas, and then for the better part of the game against the Capitals. And then here, they they just they come out and they just skate through the motions. Like they just thought, I don't know that the puck was just going to magically squirt past Alex Nedeljkovic on its own. Now, given his history – That was not an unreasonable thought if it was, in fact, being thought. But they didn't didn't give a crap. They just didn't. I I saw playoff urgency in that first period from the press box overhead from no more than a handful of players wearing white. And that's not hyperbole because I can name them for you. One of them you know right off the bat would be Jason Zucker, always. I also liked the effort, the overall 60-minute effort that was put in by Evgeny Malkin, Ricard Raquel, Brian Dumoulin, who I thought had his best game of the year. And throwing in one more, even though he wasn't allowed to play very much, Drew O'Connor. And that's it. That's it. That's all I got. For what should have been treated – like a playoff game. They're right there behind the Islanders with a chance to get close again. They're one point ahead of the Panthers with a chance to be three points ahead. And they're like, eh, let's just see how it goes before we decide whether or not there's going to be a significant effort expended tonight. How, how, how does it keep happening? I asked pretty much everybody in sight. In that locker room, beginning with Dumoulin. Yeah, uh, disappointing. Obviously, um, we put ourselves in, in tough positions there. Thought um, so we got ended in our zone a couple times, and um, we should have been on the uh, the offensive a little bit, um, kind of taking it to them a little bit more in the first. Uh, they took it to us and they scored and capitalized on the chances. They're hard in the internet front, and um, they made us pay in that first. I then went to Casey DeSmith and asked him the same question after his really awful night. Yeah, he he doesn't have an answer. And maybe he does have an answer and just doesn't want to say it. He doesn't want to look like he's burying his teammates when he himself was awful. That's understandable. But last, definitely not least, I took it to Mike Sullivan asking point-blank how, after those three performances, could he explain his team coming out for that first period the way they did? Mike, after the last three games that you had and how hard you guys defended and did everything right, uh, how do you explain that first period? Uh, it's, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how, how to explain it. You know, we got outplayed. You know, we got outplayed in the first period. What I did like was the response. I thought uh, we responded the right way, climbed back in the games. You know, it, it turns into a one-period game, and then, we, and then we didn't get it down in the third. I don't know. I can't explain it. This isn't me. This is them. I don't know. Jason Zucker asked the same thing. I don't know. And, and Zucker's never one who should have to answer questions about effort and passion and heart and soul. But that's, that's what this team is. And that's going to be, I think, even more than the age, more than the lack of depth, more than anything, more than Ron Hextall's many screw-ups. That's going to be the undoing of this team. The only suspense, if you want to call it that, between now and I guess whenever this is all done... Is whether that undoing will occur in the playoffs or before the playoffs when we come back, J1Q. This segment's brought to you by Family Table. Mom inspired, chef prepared meals delivered straight to your door. No prep, no mess, just reheat, which gives you more time for your family or hobbies or going to the gym or whatever. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. Use the code DK20. 20% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon Thursday for Monday delivery. Family Table, bringing families back to the dinner table. Today's J1Q isn't really gonna be a J1Q. This was the first comment that was placed under my column that I wrote overnight here in Detroit. And it comes from Casey, uh, not Casey Smith, <laughs> Casey, a, a reader and a subscriber to DK Pittsburgh Sports. And Casey says, it's the little things this team just can't buy into doing. Making the conscious effort to get the puck out. Doing a little more than swinging their stick at pucks in the defensive zone. Not taking penalties late. I'm not in the they don't care crowd. But they definitely play like they're waiting for someone else to do their job to an individual. That's so good. I don't even want to add any comment to it. But think about that. Think about what Casey said. Because it makes so much more sense than uh, a group, especially a core group, of winners just suddenly not caring about winning. It makes so much more sense than guys who are basically minimum wage players in the NHL, which a lot of them are not trying. There's just a general lack of commitment to doing those little things, to doing those smart things, and I'm going to stress this, even if Casey didn't, to defending because a lot of what Casey's referencing there ends up being defending, including the late penalties that we saw, like the one we saw last night uh, here from from Brian Rust, the high stick. I mean, he had a terrible game all night. He's had a terrible uh, few weeks. You can probably extrapolate that into the better part of the season. Chad Ruweedle's late penalties that he had taken earlier on, uh, in this little run, this is this is a team that always needed to have a clamp down identity, and it instead has the polar opposite. I really appreciate the the, the note that you left there under the column, Casey. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you anymore, my friends. I really don't. I'm not here to pass along false hope or something. I saw three games of really good hockey from this team. I still didn't have any sort of expectations that they would, uh, I don't know, blossom into a team that could undo Boston or even Carolina. But I thought I saw some transformation in the sense of we're at least going to try we're at least gonna do things this way and we're gonna see where it goes and then and then this i don't know let's talk again tomorrow